Good morning, everyone. Thank you for joining me for Modern Heathen Man. I'm sitting here this morning on my front porch, enjoying the sunrise, and I was thinking about what to talk about today. Let's begin with a prayer to the deity of the day, and I want to wish you all a happy Tears Day, and let's begin our prayer. Tear. You are the God of justice, law, and oaths. You who sacrificed your hand for the greater good. You who stands for the just and the righteous. I ask you to grant me justice for what is right. Justice for what is good. Justice that is needed. And victory as deserved. I ask for oaths and agreements to be upheld. And if not, then may what is due come. With your blessing, may what is right and best come to pass. Hail, tear. So I want to thank you all for joining me today for Modern Heathen Man. And I want to discuss a little bit about getting into heathenry. We talk a lot about what heathenry is and what heathenry is all about. And I want to focus consistently on those new people coming into heathenry. Somebody asked me one day why I named my podcast The Modern Heathen Man. And the reason I did that was because to be a modern heathen is different than being a heathen in the 70s or the 60s, the 50s, or any time beyond that. There's so much misinformation and so much information available to us in the modern day that a lot of things get watered down and lost. (coughs) Excuse me. So, one of the things I want to focus on is being a heathen in the modern day and how simple it really is. One of the things I, I say all the time is that this is a religion of learning. It's a religion of thought. It's a religion of self. It's a religion of nature. And in all those things, you find yourself. You find the gods. So, and don't get me wrong when I say this. I want to say to those people out there who aren't doing things, just do them. If not, then you're not a heathen per se. When I was in the fire department, and I was a fireman for many years, we had guys that would come in and they would go ahead and put on the uniform every single day that it was training. They'd look like firemen, they'd act like firemen, but when that bell went off and it was time to be a fireman, they couldn't be found. Those are the people that I called the the Halloween firemen. They would be the people that would like to dress up and play fireman, but not really be a fireman. And I'm not saying everybody was like this. Some people had, you know, circumstances which stopped them from doing things or something else going on. But you get what I'm saying. We have these people getting in the heathenry right now because it's cool, because it's something neat, but not really getting into heathenry. Wearing a hammer, but not worshiping the way they're supposed to. Not venerating for that hammer. Things like that. So let's get into what we should do as heathens to begin our walk. 
Well, the first thing is you really need to decide if you want to be a heathen. When I first got into heathenry, I began studying it. I began um, looking into Asatru, trying to really understand what this path was. And I learned a lot in the way that, and this is what I was told, don't misunderstand me, that this path was a solitary path. That it's a path of people who want to be alone or be with themselves and be this and just really not many people. And at first I believe that because it's a religion of study. It's a religion of taking time to know the gods. It's a religion of self. It's a religion of contemplating who you are and where you fit in the world. And it's a lot of concentrating on all those things and meditating on where you fit. In that sense, it's a lonely religion. But in the sense of celebration, in the sense of those around you, in the sense of a community and a half and a kindred, it is not. So the people that began to tell me about Asatru didn't really understand heathenry either. That's why it's a modern heathenry thing that I do. Because today we can't sit alone. We can't sit and just do those meditations and stuff alone for very long. I recently posted the um, numbers for my podcast to some people. And my podcast is doing very well, thanks to you all, and I really appreciate that. But I need to do something to further Asatru and heathenry more. I don't know what it is yet. I'm not really clear with that. I've been meditating on it. I've been searching out the idea of it. So just bear with me until I figure it out. So the first thing we have to do is we have to begin to understand what we believe in. I always say this all the time. I believe that the Poetic Edda is the first book anybody should read in the sense that he goes to Valhol and he has to explain himself. And when he explains himself, he explains what we believe in. I, I want to say perfectly because it's really important that it is that perfect. After we begin reading that book, we can read some of the other books, the sagas and the other poetic eddas and, you know, the uh, have them all and things like that. But we need to learn to pray to the gods. We need to learn to invoke them on our behalf to do things. But in order to do that, we have to learn to bloat. We have to learn to sacrifice. And everything goes hand in hand in our path, which is really good because it's a path of true veneration and true enlightenment and true thought process for the gods and for you. Recently, I talked about how I was spared by the gods, and I believe I was. I believe that my honor to them brought honor to me and my family. I believe that in doing what is right all the time, I shouldn't say all the time, in doing what's right for them, they did what's right for me. Let's put it that way. I think that, you know, building statues for them, for my family to worship to, a couple of different altars in my house, and so on and so forth, this all brings them honor. 
Not to mention me talking about them on the internet to as many people as possible. <clears throat> so, I'm sitting here this morning and I'm trying to think of what to tell you to really begin your walk. So, the first thing I want to talk about is a prayer. Now, when you think of prayer, you instantly think of the Christian idea of prayer, but that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about an invocation for a God like we just did for Tear. There's a couple of parts of an invocation for a God, and we have to look at them. The first is we have to call the God out by name. We then have to give a tribute. We shouldn't have to. This is the way we do a prayer, but we then give attributes that God has. Like for Tyr, we talk about when he gave his hand to Fenrir. Then we begin asking the God for the things that we want. The things we need are the things we're supposed to have. And then afterwards, we give honor to that God by saying, you know, what our part of that is. And in doing that, we give a sacrifice and we hail them. Really simple prayer, something really simple to do. Um, doesn't always require sacrifice, but just a really simple prayer. So just like the one I just did for Tear was very simple, you can do it simply. The next piece that you have to learn is really hard to teach. It's meditation. It's taking the time to sit either in the woods or a place that's quiet for you or comfortable and to begin truly thinking about the gods, truly thinking about yourself and where you fit and pondering specific words of either a piece of the have them all or something you've read and just losing yourself to those thoughts. <clears throat> when we do that, I believe that's when the gods visit us the most. That's my personal belief. That's my personal finding is that when I'm sitting in my quiet place, either in the woods or in my shed or in my room and honestly thinking on like tear and bringing about what he does and who he was and thinking of his story, I meditate on that. And I believe that's when tear visits me. Meditation is one of the hardest things to teach because we live in a society in the modern day that's very busy. We have a lot of things beeping, chiming, dinging, and just outright making noise all around us. So meditation is really hard, but we should find a place to do that. Even if it's just for 10 or 15 minutes a day, meditation is really good for you. Meditation is good for your veneration and just in general. A quiet time for a little bit just to yourself and focusing on what's going on and who the gods are and what their stories are is really good. The next part is a bloat. Obviously, I keep talking about Asatri starts at home, heathenry starts at home, heathenry starts with you. So, you know, it doesn't have to be elaborate, it could just be. You know, you sacrificing a little bit of meat or something and pouring on the ground and saying, you know, 
thank you, Suna, for coming up today. Thank you, Mani, for rising today and making the tide so that I might, you know, do whatever. You know, just something real simple and, you know, maybe you take this libation and use it for your will or things like that. Even just the whites in your house or the land of the of the Innen Garden or the Uten Garden, you can do this really simple. Just small little sacrifices here or there. Or take some gold coins out, you know, the new American gold dollars that have Sacagawea on them. Take them out and bury them in your yard and, and give them to the, you know, Innen Garden or the Uten Garden outside of your property to protect your property. Really small things here and there. And that's where, you know, the study comes in. This is what I'm talking about. To know where you fit in the world and what fits where. Which whites are in your house and which whites are outside and which sprites are outside. And what, you know, different things are in the world around us. How each thing has a living, breathing vibrance to it that's different than something else. So when we start doing that, we start really focusing in on what heathenry is. Um, I have a lot of new people that I get to bring in the heathenry and teach, and I, I really enjoy that. I have um, one person who right now wants to be a Gothar, so I'm in the process of training her to be a Gothar. I have another couple that are brand new to the heathenry that are getting ready to get hand-fasted in about six months. And they like heathenry, but they don't know much about heathenry. So walking them through the steps to become heathen is really cool. In the sense that I get to teach them from the beginning and teach them right and teach them to do things. And again, this is where trained Gothar come in handy because I'm not teaching them to do anything weird or hokey or anything like that. I'm teaching them the basic rights on how to do it in their home together as a family so that they can continue to do that, so that they can continue to do it in public when they need to. Um, and then just the outward workings of heathenry is, you know, the next step is to join a half or to join a kindred and or even to make a kindred. So with that said, I want to tell you all that heathenry is not really hard. Heathenry is really easy, like, it's so simple, like sitting out here with a cup of coffee, watching the sun come up, honoring Tyr on his day, while talking to you is one of the greatest things I do. It's one of my most joyous things I get to do, and I really love it. I love the idea of sharing my path with you and sharing my path with everyone out there. So... I just want to say, just do it. I mean, this is the right time right now. Most of us are trapped inside. Most of us are stuck at home with our kids. Um, it's a really good time to really take time to open your family to heathenry, to begin doing the things of heathenry, to get those good habits of, you know, reading the stories of the gods and so on and so forth with the kids and reading your have them all and getting into the poetic eddas and the prose edda and really starting to read all those books you've been wanting to look at that talk about heathenry and all the things you want to learn. Right now is the time to learn all that. You have all the time right now to get that all together. Now, if you're an essential worker, I understand you don't. Don't misunderstand me. Um, but 
you know, try to take some time for yourself, um, either on the weekends or your days off, and really begin to delve into what it means to be heathen. Um, that's about it. That's all I want to talk about today. So, if I expound upon a little bit more, I'm sorry, but um, definitely begin with prayer. Work your way up. And we'll talk about each piece as we go on here. I'm going to do another podcast um, probably Wednesday or Thursday. So I'll be talking with one of the new people that are learning to become a Gothar. And um, just getting their idea of what it's like and, you know, what it means to them and things like that. So you can hear it. And um, I'd like to get the people on that are getting married that are coming into heathenry and really beginning to learn onto a show so that they can talk about what their experiences are. But, like I said, I just wanted to come to you guys today for a few minutes. Um, We're at like 18 minutes, so I hope that's all right. Just a nice quick one to listen to and just touch base with you all. Um, Heathenry is not hard. Heathenry is real simple. If you make it hard, it's hard. If you make it simple, it's simple. If you really fall into it like we should, it becomes more and more simple. Because just like anything that you want to do, it becomes easier because you want to do it. We're all not getting in the heathenry because it's a hard path. We're all getting in the heathenry because we're called there. Take your time. Look at all the information, especially in the modern day. And if you have questions, ask them. If you know somebody who's heathen, ask them. You're more than welcome to email me at modernheathenman at gmail.com. All your questions should be answered. Don't leave any unanswered. Some may require the gods. Some may require meditation. Some may require study. Some may require prayer. But just ask them if you have to. Some may be easy to answer. Some may be really hard to answer. So... If you get the chance, go ahead and begin prayer. Begin trying to write a prayer. And it doesn't have to be perfect. It doesn't have to be excellent. The gods will like it if you just mention their name and you're beginning to venerate them because it's been so long since they've truly been heard in this world for real. So with that said, I want to thank you all for joining me for Modern Heathen Man today. I want you to grab yourself a cup. I want you to grab yourself a mug. I want you to grab yourself a horn. Fill with some mead, cider, coffee, water, or soda. Sit back and relax. Read a good book about heathenry. Make a prayer. Maybe make a sacrifice. And take your time today to truly, truly become heathen. Look at the sun as it rises. And really give honor to Tyr today. He is the God of justice. And I hope that you all have justice done for you today. I hope that everything you do is right and meet, and good, and once again, hail you for wanting to be a better heathen, hail the gods for being there, and hail here in his day. I want to thank you all. Have a great day. Hey everyone, Joe here from the Modern Heathen Man. I was looking for some new stuff for my beard, and... I was looking around and I wanted something my wife would like as well. I was looking for a good product that didn't leave my beard feeling greasy, that nourished it and kept it moist, and had a good scent to it as well. 
Um, so in discussing with my wife, we tried a few different things, and I found this wonderful heathen place called Beast Curiosities. Now, they don't just offer beard oil. They have quite a few different products available through them. Um, you definitely want to go ahead and check them out at BeastCuriosities.com. But I specifically tried the beard oil. Um, I tried Hell's Respite. I tried Tears Loyalty. And I tried, give me one second, Yord's Wilderness. All of these were really great beard oils. They all had wonderful scents that lasted a long time and would stay with me throughout the whole day. They nourished my beard and kept it good. And they also made it that it felt nice and was good to smell. And other people around me liked it quite a bit. So when you actually get in their oils, they tried really hard to produce an oil that does what it says it's going to do while nourishing your beard as well. They tried a few products so they got the great one together and they call it their magical beard oil. I will tell you, it is magical. It smells great. Even after going to the pool with my wife for about three hours, my beard still smelled great and felt great. So, with that said, I'm going to tell you to go ahead and check them out. Again, they're not only beard oil, but Beast Curiosity is a place you want to go. BeastCuriosities.com. You can also email him and check out his products at Beast at beastcuriosities.com. They have a Twitter account at bscuriosities, and you can also find them on Facebook at facebook.com slash beastcuriosities. You definitely want to go out and get some of this if you have a beard. It is a wonderful product, something great to use. My wife and her friends all love this product quite a bit. So go ahead and get it if you get a chance, guys. It's a wonderful product. Thank you, guys, and have a great day. Hey guys, Joe here from the Modern Heathen Man. How are you guys tonight? I hope I'm meeting you well. Anyway, I wanted to tell you guys, while I'm out traveling, it's not always feasible to carry my whole big altar box with me. So sometimes I like a little something in my pocket. And I found a great place to get that from. That's Odin's Beard Woodworking. Great little place out there. It makes small little pocket altars for you with candles and um, gods and everything in them, little sayings and such. Wonderful work that this man does. Cars everything by hand. He has a couple things going on here. He has little pocket altars that I'm talking about for $25. He has small DE poles of 5 to 6 inches for $40. 7 to 8 inches for $45. 9 to 10 for $50. And 11 to 12 for $60. He has 26 different deities to choose from and more coming every day. Your choices right now are Odin, Thor, Tyr, Loki, Freyr, Balder, Bragi, Hamdal, Njord, Fenrir, Ullr, Vidar, Hermod, Hel, Freya, Ostri, Skadi, Sif, Er, Frigg, Var, Thrud, Idun, Sigun, Ran, and Yord. That's a lot of different gods to choose from. So you can meet anybody's needs. Tell them what you want. You can go ahead and find him at www.odinsbeardwoodworking.com. He also has a Facebook page, and I know he does some stuff live every once in a while that you can actually watch him carve those things. Anyway, give him a good uh, look-see there and see if he has something that you can use. I guarantee his little pocket ultras will come in handy for you. So anyway, thanks, guys. Have a great night. Bye-bye. Hey guys, this is Joe at Modern Heathen Man. How are you all today? Hoping you're having a good and uh, great day. 
Anyway, I wanted to tell you guys about this YouTube channel that I found called Midgard Musings. It's by a man named Jesse, and it is incredible. He has new videos uploaded on the channel every Sunday night, and he has a live Facebook stream every Sunday at 7 p.m. Um, Central Standard Time. Midgard Musings' goal is to help build heathen communities around the world with educational content and laid-back fun manner. He values the historical aspect of this path and uses it to help us grow and develop as heathens in modern times. So if you've been a heathen for a while or just brand new to it, definitely check it out. It's something worthwhile. If you'd like to support Midgard Musings by subscribing to youtube.com forward slash Midgard Musings, following on Facebook and purchasing merchandise from the Teespring and Redbubble stores. Redbubble, say that three times. All of which can be found on the YouTube channel video description. Midgard Musing also offers handmade driftwood rune sets for sale, and the purchase of these items help support the channel. Just to touch base on that a little bit, I actually own one of those rune sets. They are incredibly nice, good feel, wonderful stuff, good power within them. I'm telling you, worthwhile checking out. So please head on over to Midgard Musings, like and subscribe to the channel, and follow on Facebook and on YouTube at facebook.com slash midgardmusings and youtube.com slash midgardmusings. M-I-D-G-A-R-D-M-U-S-I-N-G-S. We'll find you that Midgard Musings. Thanks, guys, and have a great day. everyone, Joe here with Modern Heathen Man. I want to tell you guys about something really cool. I wanted to buy my wife something really nice. And one of the things I wanted to do was buy directly from a heathen shop or a heathen artisan. So I wanted to buy her something that she could use, that she would enjoy, something that she could relax with and really get into. And I found this great place called Red's Nightmare Bath Bombs. They're on Facebook under Red's Nightmare Bath Bombs. And they have a wonderful assortment of different bath bombs and different shapes and colors, from stars to hearts to ghosts to even little skeletons that my wife really likes. One of the best things they have is a bunch of different smells. They have a lemon or a lemonade, rose, sandalwood, lavender, peppermint, sweet orange, creamy nutmeg, coconut, green apple, Belize, which is they call dark beach, which is really good, blackberry amber, sweet honeysuckle, pineapple, and many, many more, not to mention a assortment of colors. So if you'd like to get some bath bombs, go ahead and check them out at Red's Nightmare Bath Bombs, or you can actually go ahead and email her at redsnightmare29 at gmail.com, R-E-D-S-N-I-G-H-T-M-A-R-E 29 at gmail.com. So go ahead and check them out. Thanks, guys, and have a great day.